welcome to <laughs> the Wasted Witches podcast. My name is Destiny and I am Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> and we're your hosts of the Wasted Witches podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Oh my gosh, you guys, it has been a minute. We we are a bit rusty. Our bad. <laughs> uh, our bad. Okay, so maybe that's what we'll whine about today on our whine about it segment. Um, what are you whining about, Nicole? First off, wait, what you first off, what are we drinking during whine about it? Um, I'm drinking. So for those of you that don't know, I just got back. If that's if you hear anything, that's my bunny. I just got back from Tennessee. I was there for like nine days. Um, so again, apologies. Part of the reason we haven't got a new episode out to you guys, but, um, yeah, I'm in the works of like house hunting and moving cross country. So it's been crazy. Um, like I said, I just got back last night. So if you hear me say y'all, it's cause I've been there for nine days. Uh, <laughs> and I'm drinking old smoky, not old, old, O-L-E, smoky moonshine in sour raspberry. And it is made in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Although I didn't make it to Gatlinburg on this trip. I got it in Nashville. They have like the tasting room there. Um, super cute. And you guys, this is amazing. My husband got the apple pie moonshine, which is obviously amazing. But this one is good if you like like sour Jolly Ranchers or like things like that. It's so good. If I can get it freaking open, I'll open it for you guys. We'll hear the pop of the she's struggling ladies and gentlemen and <laughs> others that's because i don't have enough elbow room okay wait wait is there something is there a trick to this y'all i i don't know i to... i hope so because it looks it looks hard right okay yeah. let's, let's give me a little elbow a little hard let me give me a little elbow room <gasps> people she is struggling i'm sweating i cannot get this shit open Ooh. okay i'm gonna i'm gonna grab a towel stand by i'm gonna take my headphones off really fast stand it by it's got to be a easier way to open this thing okay okay i'm sweating okay what am I doing wrong? Am I just this week? Okay. Woo! Wait! Woo! I went to the gym this morning, you guys. I got it. All right. All because she went to the gym this morning. And it wasn't as uh, eventful as I wanted it to be. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like the little, like, you know, like a mason jar thing does. Yeah, but no. It wasn't. So you guys just had me struggle for nothing you know but here we go i'll pour it whoa yeah that's just gonna be strong i probably don't need that so again this is old smoky moonshine in sour raspberry let me see the proof it is 40 proof 20 percent alcohol holy moly oh yay and then the apple pie one Oh, the sour rasin has nothing on the apple pie one. The apple pie one is 35% alcohol, 70 proof. 
but we're doing blue rasin today. So here we go. What are you drinking, Nicole? A Corona <laughs> because it is what is in my fridge. And I bet it was easier to open than my mason jar. You know, it wasn't. I mean, it was, it took me less time, but I was challenged because my bottle opener is not a good bottle opener. Okay, like you so... have one job and you don't do it very well. I mean, to I open bottles. I don't think it's user error. I think it's, I think it's the damn bottle opener. Okay. So, so far in this podcast, I've learned you need an electric wine opener and you need a basic ass bottle, like beer bottle opener. Like a sturdy one. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> Gift ideas. <laughs> All right. Well, cheers. Night. Cheers. Cheers to that. That's just so dangerous. Like, that's just dangerous. It literally tastes like a Jolly Rancher. You know, like the blue raspberry Jolly Ranchers? Oh, my. That's literally what it tastes like. That sounds amazing. I know. I wish I could, like, hand it to you through the screen. because That would be so dope if you could. Right? <laughs> I would love to try it. I think you'd like it. It sounds amazing. Or, I mean, it tastes amazing. <laughs> sounds amazing too it sounds amazing well anyways now that we talked about what we're drinking um oh and apparently you guys you have to shake moonshine before you open it so i shook it because it'll settle i guess so but um anyways what are you whining about this week nicole i'm whining about it taking a long time to record this I yes. look forward to just ranting and venting and talking about random shit with you. Yes, and I know. I It was funny because in Tennessee, because I have all, all of our episodes like in my calendar, like when they're supposed to air. Yeah. Because it's, you know, every Monday. Well, not every Monday, but they're always on a Monday. So I schedule them out on the Mondays that we decide. Well, the ones that we had decided, Alex was like looking because we're like on a joint calendar on the iPhone or whatever. And he's like looking and he's like, oh, no, your Wasted Witches podcast was supposed to come out today. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And it was supposed to come out like the week before that, too. And I was like, don't remind me. We have not recorded yet. And it's just been crazy. And now I'm here. And obviously I can't record here. And yeah, it it was just like... (laughs) But you had a good trip. We did. We did. We had a good trip. Our, I guess I can wind about this. Our um, Airbnb was like a basement studio underneath somebody's house. And like the house was older and whatnot and everything. But um, yeah, this was like, I don't know. It First of all, she gave us four towels for two of us. <laughs> And we had to ask her like, Hey, can we get some more towels? You know? So literally we had eight towels for the two of us for eight days. And it was just like, Oh, I love drying off with a damp towel. Like, you know, like it was, that was annoying. I'm like, how are you going to have an Airbnb and not have enough towels? Like that doesn't even make sense. But, uh, so that was annoying. And then 
come to find out they didn't tell us this, but there was like a little like dehumidifier, like in the corner. And like, we didn't think anything of it. We're like, Oh, okay. Like whatever. But literally I'd come in every day and like our bedspread was damp and just the air in there was so humid and damp. And we're like, why is everything wet? Like it's wet in here. And so literally one day he's like, I wonder if you got to like empty this thing or something. And so he goes over and the thing is just filled to the brim with water. (laughs) And we're like, would have been nice to know that we got to empty a fucking dehumidifier to make our bed not wet, you know, (laughs) like, so that was that, that was, um, not fun, but I mean, for the most part, we weren't even in the least it all worked out, but yeah. Good. We had so much fun though. And this was my first time in Tennessee over 21. Cause the last time I was there, I was 19. So I got to go into Tootsie's and party hardy. And what else did I do? What? Okay. We didn't really party that much. Cause it was more of like a business trip, but, um, we did go to Whiskey Bent Saloon and he took me, well, he surprised me with line dancing lessons. Oh. Yeah. So that was fun. And so we drank there and then we also went to Kid Rock's bar. So everyone in their mom now on Broadway in Nashville has a bar. So Miranda Lambert, Blake Shelton, Kid Rock, Luke Bryan, Florida Georgia Line, like literally all of the country singers have their own bar downtown. And it was like, who do we go to? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, I was just like, let's go to Kid Rocks. I feel like he knows how to party. So <laughs> and it was like a three-level one, and like there was like a rooftop um lookout like at his bar. I mean, there was a few like that, but I don't know. I was like just feeling it. So yeah, we went to his bar and uh yeah, and then we just pretty much just house hunted that was a majority of our, of our trip and like decided, okay, where can we really see ourselves living? Um, you know, day to day, every day. Yeah. Super cool. How have you been? You know, I've been good. Just working. Working nine to five. Make a living. I saw that. How fun. Have I talked about that yet? No, you haven't. Oh my goodness. That is something I'm so thrilled about. I'm just tickled pink. Um, but yeah, let's go into our next segment. It is called Thank You. Hexed. So we came up with some questions to ask you. Okay, perfect. Did you have anything specific you wanted to say? Uh, no. Well, first off, we need to introduce him. No one well, knows. Yeah, we'll start. We'll, we'll start. How we drunk are again. you? I just I just really want to know how drunk are you? You I'm know, not. I think I'm more drunk. I'm drinking moonshine, so. Okay. <laughs> I'm drinking this much of a Corona. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to be joining you uh, with the new Amsterdam vodka. And I will be taking shots of that because I was too lazy to go to the store. Oh, there we go. Here, I'll take a shot of my moonshine with you. Yay. (laughs) And I'll just drink some beer. All right. Shoot shoot your beer. All right. So so Nick is gone, huh? Nicole's gone? Yeah. Like, she's like. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Salud. 
Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I don't know how you just did the vodka, man. I can't do vodka. Oh, it's Friday vodka somewhere. Go way too far back. Yeah, Is me and vodka. Friday somewhere? It's Friday <laughs> somewhere. It's got to be Friday somewhere. I like that. I like that uh, That mindset. <laughs> Not five o'clock. It's Friday somewhere. It's Friday somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Well, yeah. First off, start by introducing yourself to all of our listeners out there. You can introduce yourself however you like. Okay, great. That sounds uh, not terrifying at all. Okay, five, six, just kidding. Um, five, six, so seven. yeah, my name's, <laughs> my name's Steve Negretti and uh, I, uh, I'm a friend of uh, Nikos so, uh, and a huge fan of the show. So thank you guys for having me. It's a really, really, really big, uh, exciting thing for me. I'm Aww. You're so sweet. Thank you for coming on. We're happy to have you. Yeah, no problem. So I know, Nicole, you wanted to ask him a very specific question. So I'll let you ask that first. Well, I was um, away for a little while. And <laughs> I, I know you went to Mexico. And I heard yeah. that that trip was pretty great. So I was wondering if there was anything you'd like to share about that. Yeah, um, well boy where do i start i guess that the one of the biggest things that really happened in mexico was uh that i just went over there looking for a lot of answers uh for questions that have come up during the last year and a half of a lot of things mostly spiritual stuff um i started having dreams with this lady that i knew in mexico when she was alive and uh she started you know coming to me in dreams throughout you know the last six months or so and so I started getting really motivated to go and, you know, try to ask questions of, uh, you know, the family that she still had over there and, and just to get to know a little bit more about this lady and why is it that I was starting to dream about her in, in these specific scenarios and whatnot. So um, it was very revealing. It was a very, um, it, it was a good time in the sense that um, a lot of it came, became clear as to what was going on in my spiritual path. And uh, I got to go to, I, I went to one of my favorite places in, in Mexico, which is a waterfall in uh, the state of Veracruz. And uh, I had a complete just one on one, you know, heart to heart moment with uh, just nature and like uh, just the universe and spirit. And I you know, went down the creek where there was nobody there, had a hippie moment, skinny dip there, just washed ah. everything out it was fantastic i know tmi but it's very important yes so yes. <laughs> i 100 just you know skinny dipped in in this uh you know really natural jungle area um and uh, it was yeah i was just not the same since i came back so it was great. what what would you say changed you like what in that moment brought you to that realization that, you know, your life was going to be different? Because it sounds like you you came back in a, in a different light spiritually and mentally. And so what, what changed for you? I think that more than anything, it was the doubts that I had regarding what was being revealed to me. Um, I come from a very religious background, mostly Catholic, uh, the first part of my life. Uh, then as a Christian uh, over the last 10 years, 
Um, so going back into those roots of, you know, having a spiritual path an alternative spiritual path where there's, you know, uh, interaction with spirit and uh, you know, messages from spirit and all those type of things. Um, it was kind of conflicting with my faith uh, that I had just sort of started reconstructing uh, over the last two years. Um, so being able to go and remembering this lady as a very religious person, as a person that I know that was not into the uh, occult and the uh, Western uh, aspect of it, uh, whether, whether it, 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 it didn't feel like um, something condemning or anything like that. Does that make sense? Uh, so I don't know. I think that it was really refreshing to see that she was able to uh, integrate her spirituality in her day-to-day and be a source of life to a lot of people that I found out in this trip. So, yeah. So do you mind sharing if it's totally cool, if not, but do you mind sharing a little bit about this lady in this dream that you keep mentioning? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, it, it's, it's a really long story, but uh, in a nutshell, um, Nico and I, you know, usually have a lot of really good conversations about uh, these type of things. And all of a sudden I'll just, you know, blurt out this thought that I have and, they get really wild. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, get, like, for sure. I, I go on these trips and I just like, I'm like, okay, so what about this? You know, so I started bouncing off these ideas off of Nico and whatnot. And uh, um, there was a lot of, uh, what, what do I, what's the word? It was a very crowded in my head. Okay. I had a lot of thoughts, a lot of ideas, a lot of, uh, um, you know, things that I thought that were, you know, kind of like way too out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, um, I started questioning even, you know, like, am I, am I, am I all there? You know, am I, am I this whole spirit thing and, uh, energy and, you know, positive thinking and whatnot. I was like, what is going on with me? You know, like, I've yeah, totally never been part of my, uh, you know, vocabulary at all. Um, so, uh, I, you know, I started in my tradition, you know, you pray, you pray to God. Right? And so I started praying, you know, and say, Hey, start giving me some light because I have no idea what's going on. I need some clarity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand you're doing something spiritually. I understand there's something going on, spiritual awakening of some sort. Um, I'm grasping the idea. Um, just shed some light on, on me. Okay. And so I kept on doing that for, you know, a couple of weeks. Um, and then finally, uh, one night I had a dream of this lady, uh, a little background from her, uh, she, I, I grew up in Mexico, so that's where I you know, interacted with her. And uh, she was a really religious lady. You know, she's good to a Catholic church, and her and my mom were really good friends. She's an older, older lady, so she was kind of like a grandma to us. Um, and uh, yeah, I always remember her coming over to the house. You know, uh, always bringing good vibes. You know, it was always great when this lady would come over to the house. You know, mm-hmm. um, she was always going to have a really good conversation with my mom, but even though I was little, I'd still like pay attention to like spiritual stuff. And, you know, um, she would pray with my mom, she would pray for my mom. Um, and yeah, you know, different things that I kind of started noticing that I didn't really come to realization until now. Right. Anyway. So, um, in this dream, it's this lady, this, you know, lady that I have a really high regard of, you know, and I'm thinking, Oh, you know, God would have sent me this person, right? Um, and uh, in this dream, she tells me, hey, um, you know, uh, I've been hearing that you've been praying for uh, some light. You are in need of uh, you know, some clarity. 
Uh, so I'm right here to give you the clarity that you need uh, and uh, you know guide you in the path, the path that you have to go down to. And um, uh, yeah, you know I'm giving you the tools uh, for this life, for more clarity. You're, we're bringing you more clarity more than anything else. So uh, her and her twin sister and the dream, okay, both now deceased, uh, they would, you know, laid hands over me. They gave me something that they came out of a, of a basket of some sort. And they were like, that was it. Okay. So I had to deal for months figuring out what, what just happened, what was in that dream. You know, um, at that point in that dream, I didn't know that the twin sister was, uh, had passed away. So that kind of freaked me out. I was like, wait, like, I thought she was alive. And so I contacted people and was like, nope, she's been dead for like a year. I was like, Ooh. yeah. Um, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it it, it kind of spiraled all the way down from there because I started asking my mom a little bit more. I was like, hey, do you remember that you know old lady that you know used to be friends with us and whatnot? And she started telling me, yeah, sure. And I started asking her more stuff, and I started remembering a lot of things that I didn't remember, like uh, uh, this lady. You know, she had she was it was just different. I, I just didn't know how to explain it before going to Mexico um, that the lady was just different. I remember her interactions and, her, and everything about her was just very different. So um, yeah, that's, that was the dream that uh, I had. So that's. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Oh my yeah. gosh. Did you know that? I know you said you didn't know the twin had passed. Did you know that she had passed though? Yes, the okay. original lady, yes. In fact, a couple of nights before, I remember having a dream about that lady. And I remember in my dream saying, well, no, she's dead. Uh -huh. you know, I shouldn't be interacting with her because she's dead. You know, um, This is just a dream, nothing to worry about. Um, and then when the in the last dream, when the sister showed up, I was like, okay, this is just a memory. You know, I was really, really well aware in the dream too. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, oh, she's alive, so I can go out with her, you know, so I followed the twin sister, and the twin sister led me to, you know, the older lady. So Would you say you were in, like, a state of, like, lucid dreaming? 100%. Like, you were kind of in, in control? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's definitely, awesome. definitely. And then as time has gone by, um, you know, learning to, you know, just uh, channel that a little bit better, uh, becoming a better um Materia, that's a Spanish term. Um, becoming a better window, mm -hmm. better vessel, you know? Just learning how to control that uh, trance. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. I, yeah. I, I hear you. Like everything you're saying right now, uh, as for me, I don't know about Nicole, but for me, especially being a medium and like being able to read auras, like especially the aura thing was very new for me this year to be able to like, cause you know, during medium readings and stuff, I'd always be like, what does the color blue mean to you? You know? And it was like, oh no, I was actually seeing their aura. So it was just like, everything starts to kind of make sense when you start like really opening up and like looking back and like, oh, that's what that meant. That's what that meant. Like, and you do, you become like this vessel and like, there's just so much, there's like an endless amount of learning to do really. Right. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's, that's the thing that I've been thinking about more than anything uh, lately is if you think about it, if as if um, 
think that you know reading your reading uh, the auras and being able to you know cleansing the auras and and reading your chakras and and whatnot and uh, you know uh, tarot and uh, whatever ways you have and means of you know uh, working with spirit. Um, think of that as if like they were all different languages. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and like you can work with uh, a spirit that you know speaks this different language and you know there's this different message that you can deliver for somebody else you know so it's a great thing for you to learn the, the more the more languages you learn uh the better of a, of a vessel or a medium if you will uh you would become so yeah yes oh my so gosh I-, I love that so much i'm so happy you're on today this is like okay. bringing me so much joy <laughs> Um, do you have any questions, Nicole, before I ask another one? I know I'm like on a tangent right now, but <laughs> yeah, you're, you're doing great. Okay. <laughs> you're doing great, kid. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, man. Good, Nicole. <laughs> I'm great. <Okay. laughs> I grew up in an Italian family. So a majority of like my family were all Catholic, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, my best friend went to a Catholic school. Like, so it's just, I was really around a lot of Catholics. And then as I got older, I was more around more Christianity. Um, but I just, I never felt, um, I don't know, right. I don't know if right is the right word or like comfortable in a, in a church setting. I almost felt like it was, um, an agenda or like Mm. people like pushing their thoughts or their opinions onto me when I just, I knew already how Jesus loved me and how I, I viewed the world and like my, creator and like I that's why I'm I I don't consider myself religious because I I can't just sit in a church and like be like spoken to like that from a person on a stage you know like I don't know (laughs) yeah and and uh I I follow that same um uh path as you are as well um I just recently you know just uh kind of started taking a break also from church I had been going to church on and off uh still but yeah I did find myself in conflict sitting down and listening to the sermon and yeah. my amens you know kind of dwindled you know yeah I was like okay yeah so definitely there was a lot of um uh there's there's a lot of hidden agenda within the sermon uh and any given Sunday uh and any given church uh, and there's not, nothing bad to speak about the church per se, the church capital C, um, you know, those believing in Jesus Christ as the one and savior, loving people, loving God, um, that we're cool with you people. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, those that, uh, you know, preach, there's always an agenda preached from, from the pulpit. Um, you know, I won't go as far as saying all of the churches, but out of, majority, majority. Out of 10, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, the other aspect of this, um, actually that has been really helpful for me is, is uh, I need another beer. I'll be right back. <laughs> I've been, you know, listening, I, I read audibles or I guess that's not reading. I listen to audibles, um, <laughs> for a lot of this stuff, just because I can like, you know, be driving or to work or whatever. And I recently, I think I talked about it on a prior episode, read a book uh, by Brian L. Weiss. Um, He's a doctor and it's called Many Lives, Many Masters. I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, 
it's pretty much about this counselor, I guess, who brings in these patients and he like does hypnotherapy. And there was just this one patient that he got really deep into. And um, pretty much she just started talking about all these like past lives that she had. And then her voice would change. And it was almost like, I don't want to say possessed, but like other spirits were coming through uh, during this like hypnotherapy. And so this doctor who believes strictly in science, you know, for X, Y, Z years was like, wow, there's like a whole other universe. Like this is crazy. (laughs) Like, and so it kind of opened his eyes into reincarnation. And I think for me, I don't know if I have, or I, I wouldn't say I still have it, but I had a really fear, like immense fear of death for like pretty much half of my life. Like up until around, I don't know, high school or so. Um, and then like reading this book, I, I was just like, okay, yeah, there's really no reason to be scared of death because this isn't my first time here, nor will it be my last. So like, what are your thoughts on that? I, I, I think that uh, ever since I started being called an old soul, um, oh, me too. Oh I had God. to learn quickly what that was. Um, I'd, I'd never been called an old soul before. Uh, until I was 18 and, uh, you know, it was a Friday night and uh, I was just sitting there in my comfortable uh, house clothes uh, <laughs> with my house coffee watching, you know, my, my stories. Um, and my sister watched it. She's like, what are you doing? And I was just, you know, just uh, living life. You know, like, you're 18, you should be partying. And I was like, oh, my back hurts. Um yeah, she's like, you are a really old soul. And so, um, yeah, I totally uh, understand that. I, I think that um, uh, it was really helpful, the idea of uh, reincarnation to kind of um, evaluate whatever was happening with me. It was, it was very, very helpful for, for, uh, for this, this notion of, um, you know, maybe I've been here before uh, to kind of allow me to explore a little bit deeper. Yes. Because um, a lot of it would come to me, like, for instance, uh, this whole idea of spiritism, this whole idea of spirituality and whatnot, a lot of it would come to me out of just like common sense. You know, I would, I would, I would, it would come to my mind and I would be like, oh, well, you know, I've never heard of anything like this, you know? And so, um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy to see, like, you know, there was things that I didn't, I, I don't know why I know these things. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, so, exactly. So there's there's definitely some wisdom within that uh, just draws draws us into the more esoteric, the more mystic stuff, you know, more higher consciousness. I don't know, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll join you. <laughs> Take a swig of your beer, Nicole. <laughs> so I guess touching base back on what you said about like higher consciousness and like things like that. Um, would you say, uh, cause as for me, like I'm a medium and I can read people's auras. Would you say that you have any sort of witchy powers? <laughs> I, I, I had to, uh, I had an, an entire existential crisis because I figured this was going to come up. Um, so I had to realize, okay, how, what, how can I answer this without putting a label over it, right? Because you're right, uh, 
the 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 accepted vernacular would be mediumship, right? Um, and not many people understand that mediumship is not just you know. Uh, there's a presence here with us type of situation. There's a lot of stuff that, that, you know, mediumship, the whole idea of mediumship is just that you are away, right? You're just a, a channel a vessel. So oh, you you're like speaking that. to me so much right now. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so you want to call it that and it comes in with this negative connotation. So you're a medium, you're, you know, probably, Oh, so you're into witchcraft. Not necessarily. No, you can be a medium and not practice witchcraft. You can be a medium and not be a healer. Um, you can be, you know, you, so do I have a special power? Um, is, <laughs> is there anything witchy about me? The only way that I was able to kind of bring it down to sensible thought and, and something that doesn't make people go, oh, wow, that's crazy, mm -hmm. is I just know how to hold my breath underwater a little bit longer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> so, pretend we're in an ocean. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> um, just just put it that way. Um, we all, you, everybody can hold their breath underwater, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a second. Maybe it's like, and then you panic, right? And then other people can hold their breath a little bit longer underwater, right? Um, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just an ability that, uh, you know, one has, one comes with. Because yes. we are underwater in our mother's womb, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know it's, it's innate; it comes within you. Mm -hmm. uh, so then you just learn to develop this ability of uh, holding your breath underwater, whatever that means for you. Um, yeah, exactly. So you did uh, quotations, guys. Just oh yes, that is true. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, yes, so you can hold your breath underwater. So that is my special ability. I can do something for you uh, that you can do as well. Uh, you just don't know how to do that just yet. Yeah. The beautiful thing about this and what I told Nicole is that I want to teach you how to hold your breath underwater. I don't just want to be underwater all the time for you. Trust me, if everybody could just be more intuitive, if everybody could just be more in touch with spirit, mm -hmm. life would be so much easier, don't you think? Yes. Like, What's the first message that spirit brings to you for somebody else? Has it ever been something where like, tell them she a hug? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always something encouraging. It's always something uplifting. Always. It's always something that's going to build somebody up. It's always somebody that if we really latch onto this idea of reincarnation and we're talking about reincarnation, both alive and in, in, in living while you're alive, while you're dead, you're in a spiritual path. Um, why not progress spiritually while you're alive and conscious? Does that make yes. sense? So um, if I can do that for my fellow spirits that are living right now, I would love to do that. So um, that is my capability. I can. So would I you can, say you want to be more of like, like, um, like a teacher and like teach people kind of yeah, your see, ways? That's, a, that's another thing that I had to kind of, uh, figure out titles has has always been a really big issue with me historically mm -hmm. titles have been significantly problematic for me so this time around in my this new stage of life I'm really trying to stay away from that label mm -hmm. um if uh if you you're talking more about being more like a teacher it's not necessarily that I know more 
than you or that I can teach you something that you can't teach me. It's just that this is a teacher-student relationship and we're both teachers. You know, we both are. You have something to give and gain. Exactly. Yeah. I know, so, what, I know what you're putting down. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not your, I'm not your, I'm not the teacher. I'm more of that, that, that classmate that did the homework. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, can you could you like could you, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, like I'm I'm more of that, you know. I'm What's not, the answer I'm, to three? Yeah. And I'll tell you, right? But like, hey, you gotta study next time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So so I'm not necessarily the teacher. I'm I'm the guy that will, you know, let you cheat on their their, their test. I'm not uh I'm not the guide uh on the side or the sage on the stage. I'm more of a companion on your side you know I'm more I love that I'm I'm with you in this journey we are all in this journey together you know like you know if we had more people like you on this earth okay that's where we stop we don't know you uh, are like Destiny you don't know him yeah (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like yeah cool take it slow uh spiritual awakening happens to all in different times in life and in different um seasons of when we were incarnate when we were here as well so who knows just this just might not be the time that you are spiritually and you're gonna have to come back again and you're gonna have to do something else um but if i can wake up as many people as i can good yes Yes. oh my gosh and that's kind of it's funny you say like awaken this time because literally uh the book that i was talking about many lives many masters uh, the spirit guides, if you will, uh, that were coming through when this, with this lady in hypnotherapy were saying, literally there's different levels that these spirits are climbing, you know? And if you don't, if you don't do it in this lifetime, you stay there and you do it again. If you don't do it, you stay there, you do it again until you like reach certain levels. And then Mm -hmm. that's when you become like this divine soul in this divine being. Oh my God. I'm getting like chills right now but yeah so that's so cool that you said like the more people i can wake up yeah <laughs> and you know I, i'm gonna i'm gonna uh bring it back to what we were talking about when it comes to like spirituality and and, and uh, christianity and you know religion or yeah that type of stuff um that is not foreign to the uh christian tradition you see the whole idea of illumination and union with the divine and whatnot um that is very, very real, even till today, within the Christian tradition, it's called Pentecostalism. Um, Pentecostal, and I'm telling you that because I, I come from a Pentecostal background as a Christian in the last 10 years. Um, I that, that might even be something that has allowed me to grasp the idea of spirit even easier because I am used to the supernatural or, you know, the odd and, you know, absurd, if you will. Um, so, yeah, you know, there are some uh, crazy people out there in, in, uh, in the Christian world very in contact with, with spirit. Uh, and um, uh, this idea of, you know, progression, spiritual progression and, and ascension into all that uh, is, you know, before Pentecostalism, it was called Christian mysticism. Um, you have great figures like uh, St. John of the Cross, uh, St. Teresa of Avila, um, St. Ignatius of Loyola, uh, great monastic spiritual leaders um, that talk about 
uh, a spiritual awakening. And um, one thing that was really eye-opening in, in my experience is that uh, everybody in, in those Christian traditions have something called the dark night of the soul. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Mm-mm. Okay, what so that's, that? a, that's a part of your spiritual awakening that if you haven't had, you will, um, or it already came to you in a different way. Uh, but overall, the dark night of the soul is essentially the death of your ego. Um, oh. And, you know, just, there you go. Okay, so you've, you've done that one. Okay, yeah, I have, I have done okay, that, yeah. Great. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, in the uh, in the uh, clinical world, we call it depression, um, <laughs> and um, so all of these spiritual leaders go through something like that. You know, they all go through a specific event, a specific uh, portion of their life in which they find themselves in the dark night, mm-hmm. and then it's not until they go through that dark night that they find that illumination, um, and that's the true union with God. You know. Um, yes. you know, how you said, you know, uh, you know, you become this, this divine being, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in the Christian tradition, you don't, we don't necessarily talk about becoming God. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. But we, we, we talk about becoming more like Jesus and Jesus is God, right? Yeah. The Christian tradition, right? Yeah. So we become more like Jesus. We become more and more like God. Right. Um, and then when Jesus says the father and I are one. Me and the Father are one. There's union. There's no separation between me and the Father, right? I understand that um, from the traditional way. Yeah, that's the uh, the deity of Christ, if you will, and you if you ascribe to that creed, and if not, it's perfectly fine. Um, but also, it's the idea of, of of Christ showing us that union with the divine is possible. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he says, no one can go through the Father except through me. Nobody can get through the divine except through me. Um, it's not necessarily a, a dogma where, like, only Jesus, but rather, hey, try to be like me, and you're going to find that union with the divine. You know, so. Yeah, and I, I, I know what you're t- talking about because I have a friend who's very spiritual as well, going through a super big spiritual awakening and he's always posting things like we are god you know like we have god within us um things like that and it's just like it once you yeah like once you do all those things that you just said you you are united with them and illuminated as you said but um uh, that's so funny the ego thing though because that's been kind of my and i don't know if this is kind of why i've been more drawn to like my mediumship and like reading auras and things like that and starting this podcast and like things like that but like literally your ego is everything like until you until it's not you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like even I mean my ego even controlled certain aspects of my marriage you know what I'm saying and it's like wow. until I realized like oh wait like that's just my ego like oh pfft. yeah all right, like whatever. I really struggled, like even within myself, in my marriage, with friendships, like, and I'm, I'm not going to say I'm perfect yet. Like I'm still kind of like getting there, but there are definitely moments where I'm like, oh no, that's just my ego. Like let, let it go kind of thing. Mm. So yeah, that's like been a super big thing this year was like my ego letting go of it and like 
really because it, it is like that's your whole being essentially that you've known that's the way you think that tells you what to do how to act like you know and it's like all of a sudden it's like oh wait like you really have to step back and be like why am I reacting like this or like why am I being this way why am I looking in the mirror and like not liking what I see or like things mm-hmm. like that you know yeah. like that's such a societal thing that we get that creates that ego per yeah. se so yeah yeah that's yeah, Nico and I were talking about uh, the ego on a uh, at the at the bar at Chili's because we're <laughs> cool with that. I love yeah, it. We're like old souls. We yeah, we were old souls. We were like, hey, let's go to Chili's and <laughs> drink their liquor. Get some chips and liquor on happy hour. Ch- chips and liquor. That's literally all we do. Um, I love it. I love it. Get chips and liquor. <laughs> and soups and soups and salads for my dear friend the vegan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we were talking about about those type of things. Um, how the ego is the gatekeeper uh, between the consciousness and the unconsciousness, mm-hmm. right? The unconsciousness makes you want to slap somebody, right? You're like, oh, this person I really want to choke them. I really want to just punch them, not to like damage them but hurt them enough that they know that they piss me off you know yeah i just want to like cause some pain onto their face i'm not going to and that person telling you i'm not going to is your ego saying like in your brain you did it but in reality you didn't yeah does that make sense yes um and the ego can be a really good thing it can be a really good gatekeeper right it can suppress all of those negative emotions of uh, you know wanting to punch somebody in the face um but the ego can also not just be a gatekeeper, but it can be in the way mm-hmm. of a lot of things. So it's not just uh, the, the gatekeeper of uh, the entrance between, you know, the, uh, the realm of reality and uh, the realm of the spiritual. Uh, it can sometimes block it. And, and when you find yourself, you know, realizing that was like, oh, okay, that that's none of that is real you know what I just imagined in my head none of that was real that was just my ego yeah saying that you know like and you got to let that go you know um this person didn't try to actually hurt me you know it it didn't happen to me it just happened you know let that go that's your ego dying little by little so it's a challenge it's a challenge it's a challenge just a challenge to resist temptation. <laughs> Get it, girl. I always like burst in a song. I'm sorry. <laughs> so do I. Every now and then, just. If you haven't noticed, I'm all over here. Like I think I've sang like three songs since we've started this episode. Nice. Oh my gosh! Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I really enjoyed this conversation. I'm sure our listeners will as well. Um, so thanks, Nicole, for having him on. You're so welcome again. I hope you come on for another episode because I feel like there's so much more that we can dive into. So, yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd be happy to come back in. Uh, lucky if you guys want me back in. So, um, yeah. yeah, big shout out to Nicole. Thank you so much for uh, being a trooper and a true friend. And uh, yeah, I mean, you guys have been uh, really inspirational as far as my own path as well. Um, I remember uh, Nico and I talking about it, you know, oh, my cousin wants to start a podcast, but I don't know about it, you know, because 
uh, what if we started and nobody listens? And I said, well, who's listening to you guys right now? And she says, nobody. And I said, well, then what's the difference? Yes. She said, you know what? We're going to do it. I was like, great. Because in case, like, even if nobody listens, guess what? Nobody was listening to you guys either way. Yeah. Either way, you're losing. Yeah. Yeah. You're not losing, you know? And if whoever listens and they want to listen again, even if it's just one person, you guys are doing a good job. And here I am, your first um, real true fan. All right. Well, you have a great rest of your night. Again, we're definitely going to have you back on. Yeah. And thank you for sharing everything that you did and just diving really deep. I I really do appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sorry if I went over time, but next time you guys know. So (laughs) No, um, No. I want to keep going, but I'm like, well, shoot, we got to do another episode with you. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to. Thank you guys so much. All All right. Have a good night. On this week's sponsors, I am shouting out myself in a way. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to shout out on here that like I'm still doing um, medium readings and aura readings for those of you guys that are interested in in that. Oh my God, that moonshine. Um, (laughs) uh, There is a $20 deposit. I do take like Venmo, Cash App. Um, and that just secures your spot in my calendar just because it does fill up quite fast. So that just secures your spot in my calendar in case, you know, someone else wanted that spot. It just makes it easier. And that can be done through Venmo, Cash App, all that stuff. $20 um, secures your spot for your reading and uh, the medium reading. I don't know that one. I'm not didn't talking say, to you. Yeah, I didn't say your name, Alexa. Now I did, but anyways. <laughs> Jeez, Alexa, how rude. Yes, how rude interrupting my sponsorship. But uh, anyways, so the $20 deposit secures your spot in my calendar. A medium reading is $60. They usually last about an hour or so. I have had them go over that um, for some people, you know, depending on who comes through, um, things like that. And then aura readings are $20. And for those of you that don't know auras, you know, everyone has them. We all have a different color. Sometimes we have more than one color. Um, And it just really tells you about your personality, what kind of work life you have, your love interests, things like that. There's a whole bunch of stuff that I kind of dive into health issues. Um, But yeah, if you're listening to this podcast and you would like to do any of those readings, so a medium reading or an aura or both, just mention that you heard it here on the Wasted Witches podcast and you can get $10 off any reading of your choice. Super cool. Sweet. (laughs) I love it. I'm so excited. And I've been so busy with like this move and everything. I haven't done a, a, a reading in a few uh, weeks or so. So I'm like, all right, I'm ready. I got my third eye open. I'm ready. I'm energized. I'm ready to give the signs and the messages out. Um, oh, speaking of, in other news, I have another thing I should talk about. Let's do it. In other news. I predicted somebody's baby. Yeah, coming in out of our sponsorship segment about my readings. Yeah, that's right, people. I did a medium reading and
had an aura reading for my friend and I told her, hey, I see you holding a baby with Christmas lights and it's a boy and it's a little deeper than this too. But lo and behold, guess what her gender reveal just re- revealed? Is it a boy? She's having a boy! <laughs> Yay! And her due date is like November, so there's going to be Christmas lights and everything. And I was like, whoa, dude, what the heck? Shall we talk about the wild turtles too? Oh, why? Yes, we shall. <laughs> Yo, while I was in Tennessee, there were wild turtles in the lake. I'm sorry, but I'm from California. And the only turtles I've seen are sea turtles in Hawaii. And these were like little baby turtles that you see at like PetSmart, but they were like swimming around in the lake and they were like eating your like bread and shit that you throw over. Actually, it was Cheerios, but they were so cute. There were so many of them. Little, little baby turtles? Little wild baby turtles. Actually, there was a big ass one too, but they were, for the most part, they were little baby turtles. Little wild baby turtles. How wonderful. And where was this? It was in Tennessee, in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Hendersonville, Tennessee has wild turtles, y'all. <laughs> that's that's your news for, for this week. Go check it out if you're <laughs> nearby. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it got super deep, but I think that we really talked about some really good topics um, for you guys. And we love you guys. Until next time. Stay spooky. Ooh.